Turn with me this morning to Hebrews chapter 4. Hebrews chapter 4. We'll be closing out our study in chapter 4. Looking at verses 14 through 16 this morning. Hebrews chapter 4. Verses 14 through 16. We'll be speaking on the topic, our great high priest. I have three points that we'll be looking at. Uh, one point per verse. Verse uh, 14, we'll see the greatness of our high priest. That's point number one. Point two, verse 15, we'll see the compassion of our great high priest. In verse 16, we'll see the exhortation to us because of who Christ is. This is to be our response. So let's look together at Hebrews chapter 4, verses 14 through 16. This is God's word, I remind you, and we are to give careful attention to God's word. So let's look together. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our confession. For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then, with confidence, draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. Last week, we were beat up by God's word, wasn't we? We, we saw that God's word uh, is not passive. Even as we read it, we study it, God's word is, is active. It's living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. It gets to the, to, to, the, to the place in our lives that other things cannot. That's, that's the nature of God's word. It, it penetrates the heart and it discerns our thoughts and our intents. And, and, the, and the purpose of that is that God's word exposes whether there is faith in us or whether there is unbelief in our heart. The, the surgery of the word of God that we are exposed to in the teaching and preaching of God's word week by week. It, it, it is it, it there's there's a surgery that is going on, a, a revealing surgery. And, and the, the purpose of, of God's word in this is not to harm us. It's not to 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 make us ashamed. It, it's not to 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 make us feel bad about ourselves. The, the, the word, what, the, the purpose of the word of God is, is that it, it exposes our helplessness. We, we are helpless. We. Apart from Jesus Christ, we can't live the Christian life. And, and, and what God's what God's word does is that it it forces us to depend upon Jesus Christ. It forces us to Christ. And that's what you read. In, it, we were reading in Romans seven when when Pastor Mark read it. I, if you notice closely, Paul is is talking about his his realization of, of the the law of God, the the the, the realization that 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 in light of, of God's law, in 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 sight of God's law, he found out that he was he was sinful, that he couldn't keep God's law. And, and the more he tried to, to, to keep God's law, the more he realized that in himself, apart from Jesus Christ, he was a sinner. I, he said that that I, I find in a, that a, a principle that is in me, the one who wills to do good. That there is there is something that 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 is that is of sin that is remaining in our lives as a believer. And because of that, the word of God exposes that it exposes that reality. And, and, and it but and it drives us to Jesus Christ. And if you notice at the end of Romans seven, he said, who said who will deliver me from this wretched man that I am? He he didn't end there. He said, I am a wretched man who would deliver me from this. And then he points to Christ. That's what the word of God does. You don't sit here under the word of God and, and, and as it exposes your heart and feel ashamed. It's to drive you to Jesus Christ. 
That's what the that's the nature of God's work. It drives us to Jesus Christ. Even before Christ, Galatians 3 and 24 says that the law is a guardian. It was a tutor to keep us until Jesus Christ. It, it, it kept us and it pointed us to Jesus Christ. It takes us to Jesus Christ. That is the purpose. And, and Paul ended Romans 7. And, and, and then he goes on in Romans 8 and 1. You know what it says, right? You know what it says? Therefore, there is no condemnation. The, 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 the word of God, the law of God points us to Christ and, and, it, and it helps us to see that if we trust in Christ, there is no condemnation because Christ has lived a perfect life for us. He lived a perfectly righteous life. He obeyed God the Father in every way. And when we trust in him, the righteousness of Christ is given. It is credited to our account and we stand before a holy God righteous. But we must depend upon Christ. We must depend upon the grace that, that, that is given to us in Christ. And we're so tempted to turn away and do our own thing. We're so tempted to turn away and, 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 and take our focus off of Christ. And, 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 and it's so tempted for us to come to church and be confident in ourselves. It is so, it is so easy for us to come to church trusting in what we can do. The word of God says, no, you can't apart from Christ. You can't apart from, from the grace of Christ. We, we need help, beloved. And, and this is, this is where we're going in our passage. We need help. We, we need help in this in this fallen world. We need help to live for God in this fallen world. We need someone to support us in this fallen world. We need someone to encourage us. We need someone to strengthen us. And, and who is that? Who is it that, that can strengthen us, that can encourage us, that can support us? It's Christ. It, it, it is Christ, the person of Christ. And that's what we'll see in this passage. And and. And the, and the author's aim, his, his aim is, is to set our attention on Jesus Christ so that we'll have confidence and uh, to, to continue to, to walk this Christian life. We can have confidence to continue to, to press on in, in this Christian race. We can have confidence because of who Jesus Christ is and what he has done for us. That's the purpose of God's word. It is to drive us to Jesus Christ. And, 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 and confidence in him and dependence in him. That's the purpose of God's word. And so as, 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 let's look at this passage and, and it's going to highlight some of the, uh, the, the characteristics that make Jesus worthy. And, we, and you'll see this, this, this phrase, our great high priest. And, and, and the author is going to show us what Jesus is worthy to, to be our great high priest and we're to trust in him. Let, let's look at the passage. Paul says, and we see here his greatness. We, we're going to see, see the greatness of, of our high priest. Notice what Paul says. He says, as you were, what the, the author of Hebrews says, excuse me. He says, so then, so then. Notice he says, we have a great high priest. He, the, the, the author is, is, is continuing his discussion that he started back in Hebrews chapter 2. Verses 17 and 18, where he said that, uh, therefore, talking about Jesus Christ, the, the son of God, therefore, he had to be made like his brothers in every respect so that he might become a merciful and faithful high priest in the service of God to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For because he himself has suffered when tempted. He is able to help those who are being tempted. The author is going to continue this discussion that he started there in Hebrews chapter two. And notice that he says here we have we we have a a a great high priest. We ought to stop and ask the question: Why was there a need of a high priest? Why why was it why was it that God instituted the ministry of the high priest. Well, it's, a, it's important to remember that the, the recipients of, the, of, the, of this letter is, is probably Jewish believers. And, and, and they were used before they came to Christ. These Jewish believers was, was used to gaining access to God through a human priest. They, they were used to that. They were used to, to gaining access to God through a, through a human priest. And, 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 and so, uh, uh, the, 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 the Jewish 
uh, uh, high priestly ministry, it, it was God, God uh, instituted that so that the priest could act uh, on behalf uh, uh, of God and men, uh, at, at behalf of, of men and, and in relation to, to God. And, and, and why is that? Why did we need some? Why did they need someone to act on their behalf before God, before a holy God? Why was that? Well, well, sin has separated man from God. Sin, sin separated man from God. When when Adam and Eve sinned in, in the garden, man was separated from God. And, and God, in his mercy to his people, instituted the, the, the high priestly ministry because there, there was no one that could, that, that could approach God because he is holy. No one can approach God. And so God instituted the, the high priestly ministry. And this was a, a temporary role. The, the, it was a, a temporary uh, uh, meet to, priest with temporary mediators between God and man. They interceded uh, for the people before God. They, they, they reconciled in a sense, in a temporary sense, uh, man, sinful man and, and holy God by the offering of sacrifices, animal sacrifices, the, the earthly priests, the, the, the priestly, priestlies of the priests of the Levitical priesthood. This is what they did. They, they were mediators between God and man. But, but notice what the writer says. He, he knows what he doesn't say. He doesn't say we have a high priest. You see what it says? We have, notice the superlative, we have a great high priest. There were many high priests uh, that, that served the nation of Israel, but none of them was called great. None of the priests after, after the, the Aaron and, and, and those of his line, none of them was called great. The, the, the writer wants the readers to know that, that there is no need to go back to the old, the old Jewish religious system to have a high priest. Perhaps uh, these, these believers were, were being tempted by, by those Jews who, who still observed the Jewish religious system and said, you don't have a high priest. How are you going to go to God? You don't have a high priest. The writer says, we have a great high priest. We have a we have a, a, a great high priest and, and there is no you don't you don't need to go back to the old Jewish religious system. You have a high priest that that is superior to all high priests. This high priest is a is a is a heavenly mediator. All earthly high priests, all they did, they was of the earth. They had to offer sacrifices for themselves and for the people. But you have a heavenly, holy high priest who is far more far uh, better than any human high priest. Jesus Christ, he, he's better than any high priest. In Christ, they, they have a high priest who surpasses all other high priests. This, this, and, and this great high priest that, that, that they have and that we have, he, he's no ordinary, ordinary priest. He, he's not. Look what it says. He says, who passed through the heavens. You, you know that the, 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 the priests of the Old Testament, uh, once a year, they passed through the veil and they went into the, to the holies of holies uh, uh, once a year. But the writer says, Jesus Christ, our great high priest, he, 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 he is superior in that he has passed through the heavens. He, he is and, and there was he wasn't restricted. Nothing restricted Jesus Christ from ascending in, into heaven to God, the father. Nothing restricted him from doing that. He had he offered himself as a one time sacrifice. He was and he was raised uh, in his in, in his death and, and he was raised from the dead and and, and he ascended to heaven. He he, he passed. Through the heavens, he, he ascended to heaven after offering a sacrifice for us. And, and he, he ascended. And what is he doing right now? He is interceding for us. He is representing us before the very presence of God. He, he and he and he will do that for all eternity. All the earthly priests, they died. They, they did their job and, and, and they died. 
But Jesus Christ, when he died, he, he continues to do his work because he is the God man. He, 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 he ascended. He went to, to, to through the heavens. And, 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 it, and it helps us to, to, to understand that, that his work of salvation is done. When he when he cried on the cross and it is finished and and and, and he lowered his head and died and he, and he and he was put into the grave and he ascended to heaven. The, the, the work is done. He is no longer doing work on earth for us. To make us righteous, he is at the right hand of God. Turn to Hebrews chapter nine. Hebrews chapter nine. Hebrews chapter nine, verse twenty four. You had to preach that 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 was selected to enter the holies of holies once a year. Who knows what it says about Christ here? It says, for Christ has entered not into the holy place made with hands, which are copies of the true things, but into notice heaven itself now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf. That's that's our great high priest. This is this is Jesus Christ. Look at chapter 10, verse 12. But when Christ has offered for all time a single sacrifice, the priests of the Old Testament, they offered sacrifice after sacrifice year after year. But Christ, he has offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins. He sat down at the right hand of God. <laughs> Jesus, this is this is this is the, the great high priest that that the, the writer is talking about. Jesus, who has offered uh, himself uh, as a one time sacrifice as our high, as our great high priest. He has ascended through the heavens. And and if you want to go to heaven one day, beloved. You have to go through Jesus Christ. He ascended. He led the way. There is no other way to heaven. There is no other way for you to get to heaven but through Jesus Christ. You can't get there through Mary. You can't get there through through uh, the, the Jehovah of the Jehovah's Witness. You can't get there through the through the God of the Mormons. You can't get there through the God of of Islam. It's only through Jesus Christ. He led the way, and if we trust in him, we too will one day be in heaven before God. But but he has gone in heaven ahead, and he's interceding for us. And, and if you turn away from him, there is no one. Listen to Acts 4 and 12. It says, there is, no, there is salvation in no one else. There is no salvation that delivers you from sin and 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 delivers you to God. There is no salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men by which we must be saved. First Timothy two and five says, for there is one God and there is one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. The only way that you're going to get to heaven, the only way that you can live a life that is pleasing to God is that you uh, have to have a mediator, a mediator that is worthy, a mediator that is superior in all ways. And that is Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is superior because he is like us. Uh, he is he, he is fully man. Uh, he is fully God. He, he is he is the, the incarnate Jesus Christ. He is one person with two natures. He is fully human. And that's what the, the writer says. Who passed, who has passed through the heavens. Notice what he says. Jesus. This this was the the name given to Jesus at his birth. This is this is the name of, of, of Jesus uh, that links him with us. This is the name that links Jesus Christ with 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 his humanity. Uh, Jesus. Uh, he is fully human. Uh, he 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 is perfectly uh, fit to to represent us before God, 
and he perfectly obeyed God. And, and, and the problem with the, the, the priests themselves was that they were sinners. <laughs> Even though they were, they were selected to, to represent uh, the, the people before God, they were sinners. But Jesus, Jesus Christ, Jesus, the, the, the incarnate one, he was sinless. The, the, the high priest, they needed forgiveness. Just like the people they represented. They represented the people before God, but they needed forgiveness just like the people needed forgiveness. The, the, they, they were sinners just like the people they represented. But Jesus, the, the incarnate one, the, the one who is perfect, he represents us before the Father as one who fulfilled all righteousness. And he says, who passed through the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God. Jesus was, was, was fully human, and he's fully God. He is the, he is the Son of God. He's, he's not the son of Aaron. That, that, he, that's, that, that, he, that, that is not why he is our, he's not the son of Aaron, which, which all the earthly priests needed to be. This one, who is our great high priest, he is God. He is one with the Father. And, and no other priest is like him. He is eternal. And, and if, he, if he is eternal, if Christ is our great high priest and he, if he's eternal, what does that mean? That what he does is eternal. The work that he does on our behalf, it is eternal. He is the son of God. There is, he, he does, whatever he does, he does once and for all. And, and it's an eternal work. We, we can trust him. It, 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 Jesus Christ and, and, and his, 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 his priesthood, he, his, his priesthood lasts forever. He, 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 he lasts forever. He never changes. And, and this means that whatever he does, the work that he does is sufficient and, 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 and it lasts. Jesus lives forever to intercede for us. Look at Romans chapter 7. I mean, as you are uh, Hebrews chapter 7. Hebrews chapter 7, verse 23. And, and, and all the author is doing, he's getting ready to start his case, to build a case for the high priest, uh, high priesthood of, of Jesus Christ. And he's going to talk about this for, uh, for, for the next couple of chapters. He's going to talk about the, the priest. He's going to build on this. But, but look at Hebrews, I mean, uh, Hebrews chapter 7, verse 23. It says, the former priests were many in number. There were many, there were, there were many priests because they were prevented by death from continuing in office. So, uh, there had to be year. There had to be time at the time when when a priest died. They had to appoint another one because death prevented them from continuing to be uh, 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 the high priest. But he says in verse twenty four, he says, "But he holds." Then talking about Jesus Christ, but he holds his priesthood permanently because he continues forever. Consequently, he is. <laughs> And I, I love this. He is able, not just to save. <laughs> he is able to save to the utmost. <laughs> he is able to, to save to the utmost. Those who draw near to God through him. Is that making your heart jump for joy? Jesus Christ he is able to save to the utmost to those who draw near to God through him. So he always lives to make intercession for them. Hallelujah. We got a, a great high priest, Jesus Christ, Jesus, the son of God, who, who, who continues to make intercession for us. Why do we need anything else? Why would you trust in yourself? When you have Jesus Christ. This should stir us. And this is what the author is getting to. He, he says, let us hold fast our confession. 
the, who Christ is, the excellency of, of, of Jesus Christ, our great high priest, and his qualifications ought to stir us and stimulate us to, to hold on, to hold fast our faith in him. It, 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 the faith that we profess to have in him. We're, we're to hold on to it. Hold fast here means to, to seize and, and to, to take hold of, to take possession of, to grasp. To, to grasp with the iron grip and not let go of. To, to, he says, let us hold fast our confession. This, this confession, these believers here had publicly identified with Jesus Christ after they heard the gospel. They had per, uh, publicly uh, proclaimed their faith in Jesus Christ after they heard the gospel. And, and, and so the, the, the author, he wants to to, to ensure those who have confessed faith in Jesus Christ that, that, that he is worthy, that he is the only intercessor, that he is the only effective intercessor between God and man. Hold on to him. And I want to ask you, beloved, have you given a public testimony, a public confession of Jesus, the Son of God? A, a, a public confession where you confess with your mouth in front of other, other believers unashamedly pro, uh, profess Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And, 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 and a confession that follows in baptism. Have you done that? I remember uh, when, when, a while back when I was a young believer. I was, I was, I was, I would say, I won't call it baptism. I was dipped when I was young. I did it, you know, not because I was a Christian or a believer. I, I did it because all my cousins did. You know how it is in the old churches, you know, cousins, you know, you got all these cousins and they see one get baptized. Oh, I want to do the same thing. And that's what I did. And I remember that there was a church there in Lawton that I attended. We had a class on, on, on baptism. And in that class, I learned that, the, that there's a confession of that there's a confession by the mouth. And then there's a confession in baptism of Jesus Christ. And I remember that, that, that I confessed in Jesus Christ. I confessed him as Lord and Savior in my mouth. And, and, and I did it publicly, but I was never baptized. I, I never made the public testimony of, of, of baptism uh, before the funeral. I had to go, and, and I remember, you know, uh, the pastor taught the class, and I was like, after the class, I said, you know what? I said, Pastor, I think I need to be baptized. I was never baptized. And, and he said, this is why we teach the class. And, 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 you know, and I and actually, I, I had been a Christian for a while and here it is, you know, I've been going to church and, and going to Bible study and all these different things. And, 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 and I had, you know, I said that I was a Christian, but I was never baptized. I had to go and get baptized. You know, I'm like, you know, and I was, man, what are people going to think about me? You know, I, I said, I've been a Christian all these years and I've never been baptized. But you know what? Because of who Christ is, I said, you know, I got to go do it. Because I've been born again. I've been 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 buried with Jesus Christ. I've been raised with Jesus Christ. And, and because of that, I, I have to go and make this public proclamation through baptism. So I want to ask you, have you publicly confessed faith in Jesus Christ? Through your mouth and through baptism. We, we need we we. We need a, a reason to get a baptismal pool. We, we, need a, we, need, we need a reason to do that. If you have not, if you just only come to Christ and you've only confessed with your mouth and you haven't uh, professed faith in Jesus, uh, your, your faith in Jesus Christ, gave a public testimony of that through baptism, don't refuse it. Because it honors Jesus Christ. It shows that you you that you're that 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 you're holding on to your confession that you truly believe in Jesus Christ. So we we see his greatness, the greatness of our high priest, and we should hold fast to our confession because of his greatness. We have motivation because of more motivation because of his compassion. The, 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 
the, the author now, he expands the qualifications of, of our great high priest. And he points to the fact that that he came to identify with human beings and his compassion. He came to identify with us. Look at verse 15. For we do not have a great uh, have a high priest who is unable to to, uh, sympathize with our weakness. When 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 you come to Christ, when 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 you turn to Christ, you turn to one who understands you. Now, not like that, uh, that, that, you know, that commercial that you see. And I went to a website last night uh, talking about he understands, uh, I think the name of it, he, he understands you. Y'all seen that commercial come on TV? And, and it's, a, it, it's not put on by a church. It, it is a, it's, it's, at least I don't think it is. It's a, it's a worldly, uh, it's, a, it's a worldly way of, of saying that Jesus uh, uh, he understands you and they're looking at Jesus from the, from a human perspective. He, he knows what it means to, to, to suffer. He knows what it means, but they're not talking about Jesus Christ as fully God and fully man. They only point to Jesus Christ as he's a, he's a, he's a wonderful example for us. And because he is a wonderful example, that should motivate us. That that's their view. This, this is not what the author is saying. He is pointing to, to Christ as, as God, as the God man, one who, who has gone through the heavens, the one who, who is holy. It, it is the Lord Jesus Christ who has ascended and he is, he is able to sympathize with you. He, 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 he knows what you're going through. He, being fully God and, and fully man, he, he experienced the, this dark, fallen world just as we do jesus christ experienced the, this fallen world just as we do because he was fully man he he knows our weakness and, and how we can suffer because he himself has experienced weakness and suffering as well he he he, he experienced the, the 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 same thing as a man that that we experience he he knows what it is to 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 be abused, to to be misunderstood, because he had to, the 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 same experience that we have had. He he knows what it means to to be tempted by the devil. He he is he is able to to sympathize with us. The, the, and what the author is doing, he is rejecting the idea that that our heavenly priest is not able. He's he's distant. He is rejecting that idea. That, that, that Jesus Christ has gone to heaven and, and he has nothing to do with us. No, he, he, is, he, is, he is going there, he is interceding, and he, is, he knows us. He, he knows the human experience. He, he knows it. The writer says, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are. The, Jesus Christ, the Son of God, knows the, the human experience completely. He, he understands the, the realities of, of, of man's condition and man's need. He, he understands the, the testing and, and the temptations that we endure. He, he himself, he was hungry. He himself was thirsty. Uh, at one time. He, was, he was in conflict, uh, in a sense, with, with, with those who, who rejected him, the, 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 the Jews, the, the, the Sadducees, and, and, and the, 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 uh, the uh, uh, Sadducees, the, the, the ones that, was, that proclaimed to be religious, they were, Jesus was in conflict with them all the time. And, and we live in an in a ungodly nation. Guess what? Jesus Christ lived in an ungodly nation just like us. A wicked nation, the, the wicked Roman Empire, Jesus Christ lived under that as well. He, he, he knows. He, he, he understands us. He, 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 he understands us like, like no one else. And, and yet, he was faithful. This is the, this is the blessing of, of our great high priest. He, he was faithful in all things before God. Notice what the writer says. He says, he says, but one who in every respect has been tempted as, as we are, yet without sin. <laughs> Tempt, we must be careful here when we, when we talk about this, 
because and we say uh, Jesus was 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 tempted. Temptation it simply means testing it to, to be tempted is not evil in and of itself to, to be tempted is not is not is not sinful but it's when you give in to the temptation when as James says you're drawn away by that which tempts you you're drawn away and you're dragged away by your desires to grasp that which you have been tempted of. That, that's what that, that's when temptation is sinful. But to be tempted is not is not sinful. And, and so you say, why was Jesus Christ? What, what, why is it that they said that he was tempted? Well, it, it was it, it is to illustrate to us and to demonstrate to us that Jesus Christ could not sin. He 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 was he was tempted as we are. Yet without sin, he couldn't sin. God put Jesus Christ through the test the whole time he was on this earth. And the supreme test was the cross. But he did he turn away from did he reject it? No, he embraced it. He submitted to God's will to go to the cross and to die for us. And, and, and uh, Hebrew, uh, as you are Second Corinthians 5 and 21, it says that Jesus Christ knew no sin. First Peter 2, chapter 22, said, said that he committed no sin. In first John, chapter three, verse five, it says there is no sin in him. Jesus, as he walked this earth, he was completely and absolutely obedient to the father. Uh, John, chapter five, verse 19. And this is our hope. This is how Jesus, he, 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 he sympathized with us, but he gives us hope because he overcame. One pastor noted this. He said, if we at first wonder how a sinless man could sympathize with sinners such as we, notice we said, he said, we should remember that his sinlessness, talking about Jesus Christ, made his experience of temptation deeply intense we we are tempted but we're tempted as sinful man jesus was tempted as one who 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 is holy and and, and it said that he said that his experience of temptation deeply intense strikingly real and fully human he says moreover we need to remember that if in our dullness as a sinful people know the sharpness of temptation, then how much more Jesus in his holiness must know temptation's sharpness. Jesus understands temptation in a way that is far deeper than the way we, are, we would experience it. Because when we're, tempt, we're, we're, we're tempted and, and our sinful flesh draws us toward the temptation. But Jesus Christ, when he was tempted, he, there was no, no, uh, no way that he was being drawn to the sin uh, uh, like we are, he he resisted it uh, because he is God. He he never gave in, and, and so because of of, of Jesus uh, being our great high priest, he is one who is able to sympathize with us. Now here's the exhortation: the writer says, "Let us then with confidence." We 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 have. Uh, a high priest, there, there is only one appropriate response to Jesus Christ. If you profess faith in him, if, if you say that you believe in him, there is only one response, and that is to live with confidence. The writer says, let us then with confidence, with confidence. He, he, he mentioned uh, in, in, in verse let me get back to, to my passage. In, in verse 14, he says, so then we have a great high priest who passed through the heavens, Jesus Christ, Jesus, the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession. This, this, is, this is this, and what we're getting ready to read is, is to be our response. We hold fast our confession. We have confidence to, to draw near to Christ. This confidence that the, the author is, is, is exhorting them to, is, is, is confidence that, that we have a, a, a great high priest who is great and compassionate. A great high priest who we have been clothed in his righteousness and we're now able to 
draw near. He says, let us then with confidence draw near. Draw near is a term that was was used of the priest when uh, who was approaching God in service. Now, like the, the, the priest uh, 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 of Israel, but in a, in a greater sense, we're able to to draw near to God because first he is our father. We've been adopted by him and we can go to him. The writer says draw near this. This is a present tense verb, which means that 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 we're to do this on a regular basis. We're to, we're to do this on a this is our daily privilege that we have the, a moment by moment. We can come to God. We can come to his throne, which is getting ready to say that his throne of grace. We can come to, to God's throne of grace for mercy and for grace. And we can do it freely. We don't have to come. And notice that he says. Draw near to the throne of grace. He doesn't say he doesn't describe God's throne toward us as believers as a throne of judgment. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. God's throne to us now is a throne of grace. If that doesn't stir your soul, you need to check your heart. We can come. He says, let us then because of who Christ is, our great high priest who can sympathize with us, who suffer and live and, and then give in to sin. We have confidence, beloved. He says, let us then draw near with confidence. Let us with confidence go near our holy God. The throne of grace says, he says, let us with confidence draw near to the throne of grace. If you believe in Jesus Christ, when you, when you come before God, you don't come before a throne of judgments where, where justice is meted out and sin receives its just and legal punishment. It deserves no for us. We come to the throne where grace is dispensed, dispensed freely because of Jesus Christ. The, 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 when we come before the throne of, of God, grace is the operating principle toward us in Christ. We don't have to fear. We, we can be confident. To come to God because his throne is a throne of grace. And notice what the, the writer says. That we may receive mercy. We, we, we come to, 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 to God's throne to receive grace rather than judgment and condemnation. We, we receive mercy. God recognizes that, that you're weak. God recognizes that that apart from Christ, even with Christ, you're going to struggle to live the Christian life. God understands that. He, he understands that, that, that we are, that we will be challenged, that, that we, that are the part that, that we, that we will be, be tried and, and we will struggle to, to live in a fallen world. He understands that. That's why he said that we can come that we may receive mercy. We come to receive mercy. God will do whatever is necessary for our good so that we can continue to, to walk the Christian life. Even if we walk in, that's why with, with the Apostle Paul, he said, the good I want to do, I don't do, but the evil that I don't want to do, that is which I do. We need mercy. We, we need mercy because when, whenever we do Whenever we whenever we do that is right, evil is still present with us. We can do something right and, and, and that doesn't make us right because evil is still present. We still in that moment of doing right. We still have the capacity to do evil. We we, we need to cry out before God and, and, and not in a boasting in ourselves. You think about the uh, Isaiah. He he went before God. And he saw himself as he really is, and he said, "Woe is me! Should make us sick when we boast before a holy God, because we need mercy, and God gives us mercy in Christ." And the psalmist cried out in Psalm. 51 and 1. He said, have mercy on me, O God. 
according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. He says, blot out my transgressions. We should be confident to come before God and, and confess our sins when we sin because God is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins because he is a merciful God. And that mercy is to us in and by and through Jesus Christ. But not only will we, he said that you may receive mercy. This is so precious. He says, and find grace. And find grace to help in a time of need. And the sense here is that we can draw near to God through Christ. And we'll discover the grace that is there to help us to endure trials, to endure tribulation, to endure suffering. Grace is there available? Do you need God's grace? Are you in a trial that seems to be overwhelming? Are you living a Christian life and you're just like, I'm losing my hold? Grace is available to you. Grace that is available, that is sufficient. And, and the grace that is, it comes at the right time. It is, it is timely for, for all occasions. Whatever you're going through, God's grace is available and it's timely. You don't need to go anywhere else. You don't need to look anywhere else. God's grace is available to you if you're a believer. The, God's throne is a throne of grace. And he gives grace. That, that is God's attitude toward us. It is, it is that of grace. Romans 5 said we stand in grace. It's in Christ Jesus where we this grace is available to us. We receive it. Why? John 1 and 16 said of Jesus, it said, the, 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 the John the apostle said, of his fullness, we all receive grace for grace. That, 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 this, is, this is our confidence. Jesus Christ understands us. And because he understands us, we, he, he knows us and, and he knows we need mercy. He knows we need God's grace. We have a great high priest, beloved. And so consider him. Consider our great high priest, Jesus, the son of God. Jesus is he's the ultimate high priest. That there, there is no high priest that, that is superior to him. He is better than all. He is better. He, he is he is the one through whom all the other priests of the Levitical system, they all pointed to Jesus Christ. The, 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 the temple worship and all the components of the temple, all those things pointed forward to Jesus Christ. And that's what the writer is going to be uh, teaching, teaching us about through the rest of Hebrews, that that everything pointed to this great high priest. Do you know him? Do, do you know this great high priest? Do you know him? Because right now, the, the, the door is open if you don't. The opportunity, the writer has said in Hebrews, he said what? Today, today, if you hear his voice, the voice of the Savior, the voice of the Savior saying, come to me, all ye who are heavy burdened and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. The Savior is inviting you if you don't know him. If you don't know him as your great high priest, if you don't know him as your savior, he says, come to me and I'll give you rest. Rest. He will give you rest and he will, he will, if you come to him and you trust in him and if you believe in him, if you make a public confession, uh, uh, if you, if you, if you trust in him and you make a public confession of him, honoring him and all that you do, if you honor him through baptism, you can have assurance that he will get us to heaven. But in the meantime, he will give us what we need as we live the Christian life. Come to him. If I have nothing else to say to you, come to Christ. It's no joke. Hell is real. God is real. And if you're a believer, and you're tempted to turn away from Christ. 
Realize the Savior that you have. Don't boast in yourself. That should make you sick. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for sending the Lord Jesus Christ who obeyed you perfectly in every way, who died a sacrificial death for us and, and to show that he was righteous, he was raised from the dead, and he ascended to heaven. And he is right now seated at your right hand. We have a perfect high priest, a holy high priest, a high priest who can bring us not into the holiest of holies, but into your very presence. To the point to where Paul said in Colossians that that the life that our life is hidden with Christ in God. Thank you that we have such a a wonderful savior, a great high priest who has appeared in your presence on our behalf, who intercedes for us, who 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 uh, now enables us to, to draw grace and, and to receive mercy from you. It, it is it is because of Christ we can draw near to you. And, and he can meet all our needs living in this fallen world. Father, we, we thank you for Christ. And, 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 I, and I pray that, that you, based upon what we have read, that you give us the grace to live in a manner that is worthy of Christ. Give us the grace to resist temptation. Give us the grace to walk through seasons of suffering and, and trial and tribulation. Give us, give us the grace that, that we need to, to hold fast to Jesus Christ with all we have and in all that we do. And Father, when, when, when we begin to, 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 to turn away and we sin, give us the mercy based upon this passage that we need. The, the mercy that, that, that doesn't give us what we deserve. The, the, the mercy that, that opens the door for grace, the grace to, to, to turn and repent, the grace to confess our sins, the grace to, to, to own up and to acknowledge our dependence upon you, the grace to, to understand that apart from Jesus Christ, we can do nothing. The grace that we need to understand that, that if we are in Christ, we can be fruitful, we can live fruitful lives. That's the grace that, that we need and, and, and the mercy that we need to live the Christian life. And so, Father, I pray that, 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 that these things would be given to your people, your people who are gathered here, your people who are listening online, that they will be given that which is necessary to be fruitful in this Christian life, that they can be confident that they are given what is necessary to live the Christian life. I thank you, Father. In Christ's name I pray. Amen.